This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's the most amount of money you've ever spent on something? That's not like a bill or like a plane ticket or like a travel expense. Probably like my apartment. You know that's not what I mean. <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about. Like an about. item? Why would you say that? Like an yes. item. Um. Well, I just bought Drake tickets, okay? Uh, uh, <laughs> and I, I think he want to talk about I think himself. I th- I think it's the most expensive thing I've bought yet. Right. I'm trying to think of something that I've spent more on. I don't think there is. You know, concert tickets, like, I will never understand why they're so expensive. Like, people spend their years worth of, of pay on a concert ticket. I will yeah. never understand the hype. Maybe when well, I'm rich and famous, that's, that's like, what I can splurge on. No, I, know, I know you love concerts. You know why people spend money on concerts. I, I get it. Are a fun no, time. I get it. But it's, like, I don't get spending, like, three grand. Well, I don't think people who are spending three grand only have three grand. If they do, you're a silly boy. But yeah. I think people that are spending three grand got more than that. But yeah. I spent I spent a heavy basketball on this one. I spent a good amount on this one. What'd you spend on this one? Um, you want to share? Drop some digits? I spent $500. Oh, wow. Well, your mom's proud listening to this one, huh? <laughs> yeah, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be out of town in three months. Wow. Um, but I'm a I'm a big Drake guy. You know what's you know what's actually really funny? I used to hate Drake like so much cuz when I was when I was in uh, high school, I I was getting really into rap music and hip hop and I was always like Drake's not a rapper. Oh, Drake, wow. Drake's not real rap. Drake's not When you were in your Drake's era of Eminem. I'm not I'm not like other boys. I was like he was like he's not even a rapper. He's a he's a R&B artist. He's a singer. Um, so I hated him for a long time, but I remember when that, when that changed, I was at this music festival when I was like 16, it was this music festival that was only in Orlando, it was called Life in Color, and I went, and I was in like, those was like peak me hating Drake, but they, pl- it was right when his, uh, uh, running through the six with my woes, when that song came out, classic and they played th- and and they played that song at this music festival and everybody's everybody's screaming and I'm I'm like I'm like fighting back singing along I'm like <laughs> and then when the drop came I I was like you know what it's not that bad so that's when it that's when it shifted so shout out life in color I don't think you're in business anymore but you changed my life all right anyway welcome back to our podcast it's called difficult dish podcast about different South Asian narratives. I am Mahua. I'm Mosh Noon. And she's actually, she has a new name now. Her name is Blue Badge Mahua. <laughs> Who says that? Yeah, you know why? Yeah, a lot you of people are coming at people for getting the Blue Badge on Instagram because they're paying for it now. Yeah, but, but they don't have 56 billion followers. Like No, you. the thing is, like, it benefits people with the business, like me. Ah. You know? Yeah, you do. Business it's not like woman. I'm a. It's not like don't I'm get a, it twisted. Uh, she not no regular degular. 
before we get started, make sure to follow us on our Instagram is at difficult dish and our TikTok at difficult dish podcast. And don't even get started in listening to our podcast before you rate and review us. Don't give us a started. five star. Like we'll if, give you if a you're second. Listening right now, you haven't rated us. Listen, my my little cousin, my little cousin, and and her nephew, they're both geeks. Okay, they're both really into computers. And we're gonna hire both of them <laughs> to find your IP address. My baby cousin. And we're is gonna 12. torch you He's guys. 12. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna torment you guys for not we'll rating us you. and reviewing us and saying nice things about us. Follow us. Hello. Yeah. Difficultish Instagram is at difficultish. Right. We already right. did that. We did an episode last week about what South Asian men could do better. And, you know, before we even started that episode, we knew that we needed to do a part two because there was just so much that we had to get through and we got so many responses where basically our Instagram account broke, right? So we told you guys that we would only do a part two if you requested it and you really wanted it. And so, Lord behold, we got a lot of responses again to tell, telling us to do a part two and you guys gave even more responses on what South yeah. Asian men can do better. So this is our part two, and this time around, we're not going to do a whole introduction and, you know, beginning of our whole history with the men in our lives and why we think they are the way they are because of society and cultural norms. We already did that in the last episode, so if you didn't listen to that yet, go listen to that. But this episode, we're going to go through some more responses and we're going to give our take on it and also how they can be better on top of what they can be better in, you know? If you're if you're listening and you, you haven't listened to part one, first, are you sick? Why would you purposely press part two? Not listening to part one. You're actually cre- you're actually sick for that. You're sick like individual. Backwards. Go listen to part one. Why would you do that? Go listen to that one. It's um, actually a really funny episode. I was cackling away. Yeah, I was I was on one. It was all the all the fasting, all the yeah. dehydration it was getting yeah. to me. Um. And also, who's disclaimer- your? <laughs> what are you about to say? No, what are you gonna say? <laughs> I'm scared of what you're about to say. No, but as we said in the last episode, this is again a disclaimer for all the hurt men that are gonna come in the comments saying, "Not all men," you know, I'm not like that, so I don't know why you're generalizing. We aren't generalizing. We're just talking about society as a whole and the culture as a whole, and we're trying to, you know talk about the taboo nature of the the toxic men the society we're not talking about every single person but we're talking about majority and if the shoe fits it fits right we're not talking about you if you're not doing these things but if you're hurt about it then it's probably something that you're doing wrong i also think some guys might be hurt because they feel like the good guys don't get represented too much Mm. um i think that happens to me yeah, I I wouldn't say that it hurts me, but I'm I'm often in my head. I'm like, man, like you know, I think I'm pretty good. I wish like more like good guys would be like you know acknowledged sometimes. So, you know, we could do some an episode in in regards to like saying that talking about good experiences we've had with like men in our lives. I know there's not too many, but but we're here, and you can just talk about me for the whole episode. Yeah, it'll we just could, be like talk a, about a machine yeah. stand episode. Yeah, we could talk about. Um, I got you some cheesy bread, some yeah. stuffed cheesy bread. Yeah, that was good, right? Actually, I actually got a. Co- I didn't even tell you. I got like a like a six dollar off coupon for that. Wow. I just I just look. I I looked up like Domino's coupons, 
and I found like a six dollar off coupon. Just a random like, day. Wow. Just a random thing. God That's your bless lucky Google, day. You know, I have an important question. Right. Who's your favorite male animated character? Like cartoon? Ever. Cartoon from a movie. If you want to go with like Buzz Lightyear. If you want to go with <laughs> goddamn Ferb. <laughs> it could be anybody. <laughs> Not even Phineas, just Ferb. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can't really think of one, huh? What's yours? I know you have a question. I know you have an answer in your mind. SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, of course. <laughs> you know why? He's the he's the. Uh, I feel like I have so much in common with him. Right. Like he's like a real deal hustler. Like you know how much he loves his job. Like he first <laughs> he like true. he gets to the bag. Me. That's true. Second, like he's dripped out. Like he's always like swagged out. Like you he always has like a him? nice com- like a nice calm fit on. You know and like. He got like a like you know like a best friend that's like that's like dumber than him because like he's always like the smart one. That's me. <laughs> he's he's the definition of not a toxic South Asian man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> where, like, where my, we're where striving my, to be. Where my sponge? Where my SpongeBob's at? <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> okay. How do we start off this episode? So let's just get into it, right? So as oh. you guys know, we send in we we ask you guys the question on our Instagram story and you send in your responses. So we got a few responses this week about what else we need to touch on for this subject. Someone said, this might have been mentioned, but they could stop saying the N-word and call out their friends. Wow. You know, it's crazy because there are so many New New York City, especially brown boys, still saying this word. Like they're I don't know, everywhere. I don't. Yeah, they're everywhere. But like, I don't know why it's like especially an epidemic in New York City. I mean, you you know why it's so heavy in New York, right? Right. I know why, but it's like in this big big day, big age. Everybody is living in their own little worlds. I don't know. Obviously, like we hear it from New York, because every everywhere, every apparently everything in New York is the hood. I guess. Mm. <laughs> if your boy is saying the n word, like, what would you say? to like i I remember this one time specifically i was at like a i was at a, like a latte art competition <laughs> and and a white kid said it a like, white so kid confident. said it at a co- so confident so <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like yo like he he said it in a way because i think people say it in different ways he said it in a way as in like i could tell that him and all of his white friends say it and they've just never been around colored people like mm. i i can understand that was where he was coming from i think the guys in new york they come they're like oh like i grew up with black guys that's their perspective the perspective of this guy is like they've never seen anybody like colored so they've never had anybody tell them not to say it right so i remember that shit and i called him out in front of every single person and i had everybody looking and he looked stupid and he was like oh is that serious he's like oh you're not even black why are you relax yeah i don't know why people think that they have the right to say it just because they grew up in the hood and it's like, you can't call them out because you're not black. That doesn't make any sense. And they're like, oh, but I have black friends. Hello? So what? Some of them need to low-key re- reparent their fathers because they will never listen to the daughter. Reparent their fathers because they're never listening. Like, you know those you people. <laughs> you know <laughs> Sorry, those... I'm like trying to compute. You know those traditional parents that just like stay traditional and like 
you would hope that they become more open-minded over the years but they actually just stay like strict and traditional like mm. i don't know about you guys but like last night i just finished um ddlj on amazon prime mm. you know it, it's been the iconic bollywood movie with Shah Rukh khan and kajal and it's and it's like a classic right and i watched it for the first time ever which is crazy and like if you guys watch the movie you can see that like the father is very strict he's telling his daughter that he she has to marry this man that she's never met and she tells him that he that she met a guy but like he doesn't want to hear that and he's just very strict like even though he knows that his daughter is going to be unhappy he still wants to force her to marry this person that she's never met and it's just like it's still like that for so many people like even though you want them to accept who you want to marry or they accept your life a lot of dads are very hard-headed when it comes to the daughter and they're letting their son do whatever they want. So it's like this person is asking you or like asking men to speak up on the daughter's or their sister's behalf instead of just letting them stay like strict with only the daughters. Is mm. that is that broken down enough for you? Yeah, I mean we kind of talked about that last episode. Yeah. Um it's like I I wish parents realized that like sixteen year old boys are like twenty times as dumb as like a sixteen year old girl. It's like they don't even Fact. realize that. It's like it's like oh my daughter, daughter can't go outside. <laughs> what is your son doing? <laughs> God forbid you figure out what your son is doing. And and ninety nine percent of the time the boy is uh, much more wild than the girl. The boy will put himself in the worst circumstances, thinking that he's he's the man and nothing's gonna happen to him and a lot of a lot of boys learn really badly from those mistakes that a lot of parents don't even know about because they don't share them with their parents so i wish i wish parents knew how wild a teenage boy is compared to a teenage girl all a teenage girl wants to do is correct me if i'm wrong she want to goddamn go get some ice cream at 10 p.m she want to go on a little like highway drive a little <laughs> highway drive to the to beach with, with her friends at midnight and she want to goddamn have a sleepover and, and just talk until 2 a.m. And whatever whatever she want to do is much more wild than what a boy wants to do. So these parents just got to have some more broad eyes. Mm, yeah, and it, and it got to be the brothers that, that talk to them instead of just letting it slide. So someone said that something that South Asian men can do better is just working wow. on their internalized sexism. Ramadan. So that means like also not wanting their wives or their sisters to make more money than them. Oh my god. Why is it that why is it that men get hurt when like their partners are making more money than them? Or like if they're working even. I mean, if you have a problem with your wife working, that's just crazy. I mean, I I think when when like you have kids and depending on like the job, like if you have like a strenuous job and if I make enough to where the family will be fine if you quit your job, I would probably prefer you to quit your job since you will have more time with the family. You will have more time at home. You will be less stressful and I'm able to take care of everything. So I think in that sense, I would probably push my wife to quit her job, especially if like she's not enjoying it. Yeah, if, you if, don't have if to. she wants to quit it and she's not enjoying her job. Not like forcefully. I think if it's in a sense of, yeah, that's there. Obviously, that's not that's not cool. That's that's just weird. (laughs) But I think I think most guys 
most guys will have an issue of their woman making more money than them because i think it just creates like a a different power dynamic in the relationship at least it can if like the the man isn't comfortable enough in his own skin if he's insecure about the fact that his woman is making more money i think most of it comes down to insecurity and then i think there are also like just level-headed men that know that you know maybe if their woman is making more money it it might create like a power trip in the relationship Mm. and they're whether they're like not used to that they don't know how to navigate that they just want to take like the safe route whatever it is every relationship is different whatever i personally do not care if you make more money than me as long as like i'm still doing success something successful Mm. i think i think i would i wouldn't have a problem with it i would have a problem with myself that like that needs to be said i wouldn't have a problem with you like if you when you become a super mega millionaire star (laughs) and i'm just like i'm just like a i'm a bus boy then there's a problem right but if i'm also doing something that i'm successful in maybe i don't make as much as you but i'm still making something of myself and maybe if it's in a different you know realm if i'm in like the the writing world and i've become like a popular writer like that's something that is still successful in my eyes you want both like, parties it doesn't always to have be to be striving towards success yeah and i think you know there we see relationships where the men and women both work i i personally know like one of my co-workers we we're talking about like what where we see ourselves in like the next two to three years she was like yeah like i don't want to work anymore in like another year or two like i want to be like a a stay-at-home mom and like she's she's engaged now like her fiance is like a realtor and is like starting to build his career and hopefully they're at a place where she can quit her job so like there are like and i don't even want to minimize it to a few like i'm sure that like a good amount of women are okay with being house and and the term housewife has like a weird negative connotation to it i i like i don't mean that in a bad way it's just like you know i feel like the majority of women um feel the longing to have kids and be a mother and and take care of their their loved ones you know women are very nurturing they're very endearing they want to take care of things um i I think that's just in their nature so i think in a relationship when a woman could make more than the man i think a man um either obviously there's the toxic men who are just insecure then there might be men that are like oh like if she's working a lot um she's not gonna have as much time with like our kids She's not going to have as much time with her family. You know, she's going to be super stressed out. So there's like different avenues to it. Obviously, if you're if you're toxic and you're insecure that your your girlfriend's making more money than you, get, make more money. Like what's like save that energy and put that energy into getting to the bag, not getting mad at your girlfriend. I think, for I think to it really roots from traditional times when, you know, the man is the only one that's working and the woman is kind of expected to be the housewife and stay at home and be the caretaker. And the woman, not knowing much about money because the husband takes care of it, is kind of at the husband's expense. So they are kind of being manipulated and controlled by the husband. And we've seen this in so many of our families where the women don't really know anything about money. You know, it's kind of like they're depending completely on their husbands. They don't really have a job. They don't know how to handle finances. Their savings and their money is just like all under their husband's name. So I think that's the root of this issue where I feel like a lot of South Asian men and brown men feel like they can't control their partners anymore because like 
there are women out there that are financially independent and they can potentially make more than the men. And I think it roots from like yeah, them seeing I mean, their father like that. I I don't think that has an effect on people our age, depending on like the level of conservatism in the house. But I think most most guys our age nowadays are more concerned with just like being insecure that your woman is independent and making money. It's just based out of insecurity, not out of like, oh, we have to follow traditional norms. Like you're not in the the 1800s. Like, I, I don't know. Before we move on, I have a confession to make. Oh gosh, what is it? When I was 18, I spent the last $200 in my bank account to buy a designer wallet just to lose it at the mall a week later. And ever since that day, I don't know if you know, but I've lived in a perpetual state of fear that I'm going to lose my wallet again, I'll be honest. But not anymore. You want to know why? Because the amazing people over at Exter were generous enough to gift me their beautiful trackable wallet. And now I can sleep good at night. Exter is known for inventing the first trackable wallet. And now they're helping you upgrade the rest of your carry essentials. Their wallets are super slim, have quick card access and built in RFID protection for data theft. They're sustainable and eco-friendly and they're trackable. Wow. Literally, my life has changed ever since I got this wallet. I cannot tell you how many wallets I've lost in my life. I lost count. Exter has a variety of amazing products to choose from, whether it's their premium vegan leather wallets, their aluminum and carbon fiber card holders, or even just their solar powered tracking cards if you lose everything like my fellow machine here. Guys, not only is Exter running their anniversary sale right now to get up to 25% off a bunch of their products, but if you click the link in our description, you get an additional discount on top of that with code difficult dish say with me code difficult dish which is automatically applied at checkout so if you got a brother's birthday that's coming up a boyfriend's birthday that's coming up mm. want to get an early father's day gift or if you just want to check out what you can get for yourself please check out our episode description for our personalized link to extra storefront thank you so much to extra for sponsoring this episode of the podcast All right, so someone said something that South Asian men can do better is just talk about periods more openly. And I feel like this this is so interesting because, like, this is such a hush-hush topic in front of men in South Asian culture. Like, when we talk about periods in my house with my mom, my mom, like, starts whispering. <laughs> and, like, even, like, like it, it's just, like, in front of my brother especially, it's, like, it's like she'll talk in sign language. And it's like, what, what's the need for that? It's like, we all know that periods are a thing. We all know that, like, you know, like, even if I have to go shopping for, like, underwear, like, it's hush-hush. And it's like, like, everyone wears underwear. So why is that, like, a, a secret? I feel like that just increases the taboo nature. I mean, why, why do you think it is? I just think anything bodily related is something that you shouldn't talk about, you know, according to, like, our traditional history. But I, I don't think that that should still be the case now, you know? I don't have conversations, but I'm open to say, like, oh, yeah, I have my period. Like, I have cramps right now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's pretty normal, saying you, you're on your period or saying you have cramps. I don't think it's I don't think it's not, because, like, imagine, like, even if you're not fasting during Ramadan, and, like, you can, like, you're not praying, obviously, like, there's something happening, right? Either you're sick, either you have your period, or, like, whatever it is. If an uncle asks you, like, oh, aren't you fasting today? 
it's kind of like you can't say like oh i have my period you kind of have to say like oh i'm not feeling well today uncle like why you gotta say all that you know what would you rather have like what, what would you want the ideal world to be like for periods i want the next generation to be more open about the fact that we can have that initial conversation where i don't have to like beat around the bush and be like oh yeah i'm sick where it's like mm-hmm. if a man asked me like if they do have to ask me like oh why aren't you praying or like why aren't you fasting or like why aren't you participating in the sport i can just like outright say like i have my period and it's not something mm-hmm. that i have to you know not like lie about basically yeah that's true yeah so someone says something that south asian men can do better is call out their family members or community when they speak negatively about women's bodies yeah i feel like there are a lot of people fat shaming nowadays just like casually fat shaping fat shaming talking about a girl's skin color and they just expect you to laugh along ha 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 to just keep the peace back when like i used to go to like mellas and and whatever there used to always be comments about like how dark somebody is or how tall somebody is that's a weird one like she's she's so tall like (laughs) good like why is being tall about that's an insult (laughs) if you're tall and it's like is they're not even tall they're they're literally like five five right they're like five six (laughs) oh tall but um i never got it like because the only place that i saw that happen was like at these mellas and like i didn't go to too many so I didn't even have, like, a full understanding. But, like, I feel like in my high school, like, I never really experienced, like, racism or, like, any anything, like, color, like, anything about, like, my skin color. Because I feel like my, my high school was super diverse. And just the area I grew up in is very diverse. It wasn't until I started working in, like, white people areas when I realized that, like, okay, like, there's, there's a difference. Um, I used to always think that they were literally just, like, joking. Like, I didn't realize there was an actual, like serious unlikeness of somebody that was like taller or darker or bigger for me it was just like they're all just women like it's interesting i feel like a lot of um community members and family members usually tell these insults to the woman in the family kind of like a competition type of thing like oh she's darker and taller like you know mm-hmm. you should insult her with me and also you're lighter than her like it's kind of like a they're only targeting these comments to the other women. That's why I feel like a lot of the men don't really know about these comments because they don't get told these comments. That's true. So that's true. I think it only comes up really when like they're about to get married and they're like, yeah, like she's she's darker. So like maybe we should go for like a fair skinned woman, you know? So that's why I feel Crazy. like it doesn't really correlate to you and like how you were impacted. But it was a big part of like my life you know i will like i will never understand like somebody being less than for just being dark like <laughs> for just being dark just for being born for just being born having their being parents born genetics a more south being born like two hours south <laughs> of you in, in india it's like now because <laughs> you were born there and you had that much sun exposure right. and you have those genetics how dare you <laughs> i don't care about anything else about right. you you know, someone said, I couldn't find the response, but someone said something that these men can do better is not accepting all of the affection and compliments they get when they do something bare minimum. How do you feel about that? Wait, say, say that again, say that again. Ah, it was so hard for me to think about that. Now I gotta say it again. <laughs> sorry, like, sorry, I didn't really Something that, that they have to do better is not accepting 
all of the compliments and affection that they get from other people, especially their moms, for doing the bare minimum. When, like, their sisters can be doing, like, pulling the whole world and back and carrying the whole world on their shoulders and they get no affection or um, recognition, whereas their brothers pick up a leaf and then they get recognition. A lot of these boys, and that that's what makes lazy boys. And they eat it They're up like, too. Oh. They eat it up. They're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they go tell their they go tell their friends. Yeah, I did so much today. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, their friends are like, oh, what you do? Yeah, I I folded my clothes. <laughs> oh, and what else? Oh, that's it. <laughs> I didn't do anything else. <laughs> all I did but today my was mom said I, I did. So I picked much. up the broom and that's all I did. I didn't clean. I just picked it up. It's just like yeah. a lot of these mamas boys and a lot of these mamas like hate their daughters. But give so much affection to their sons sometimes mm-hmm. and like they're giving them so much validation for doing a simple chore and then their sons mm-hmm. eat it up it's just crazy how the cycle just goes on and on so someone said what these men should do better is question their parents when they set different rules for their sisters for example like washing dishes or different curfews or whatever it is mm. yeah did you have did you have that yeah, I had that. I mean, I talked about it before. You know, my my brother was allowed to go to college, um, to dorm. I wasn't. He's able to leave in the middle of the night, God knows where. Whereas I, I, I mean, I still did sometimes, but like I couldn't. Like there was more disruption for that. And it's just like, you know, no one ever stood up to me. He benefited from the rules, so like, why would he? I think when when you're a kid, you don't even realize what's going on. I think it's different. Like at his age now. Yeah, now if he, he was saying some some crazy stuff there were so many things that like happened to my sister that i would be like mom relax ma it's not that serious <laughs> mom you know i did that when i was like 13 mom 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 i'll buy you mcdonald's that's all it takes and yeah i think i think more boys like realize that like how much power they have in just like talking to their mother and just like telling them to to relax and say it's not that serious and like I said in the last episode, just giving them a a perspective, not even not even a new perspective, just a new a new voice in their ear. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be saying the exact same thing your sister's saying, but um, a, a secondary um opinion does does wonders yeah. for our parents. Really, really stands in solidarity with the sisters instead of just letting them suffer. All right, mm. let's do one last one. So someone said something that South Asian men can do better. Is not just accepting that yelling, anger, and short temper are just common traits that they are born with and that they have to live with and that their partners have to accept and that people have to accept. Fact. Yeah. There are a lot of angry men out there that that just think that like... I'm a guy. I'm a guy. guy. It happens. I'm a man. Yeah, I'm a man. And it's also like... It happens. (laughs) uh, Punch a wall. Tear down their house. Punch a wall. It happens. (laughs) I'm a guy. I'm like, sorry. I'm just a man. Day in the life of a man. It's like a a lot of people like convince themselves that like just because like they punch down a wall and they're a man, it's normal, right? Instead of just getting like the help that they need. So it's like... Like what's your what's your take on that? Like these men that think that these anger issues are innate and it can't be fixed. I think it's important to remember that like I think anger issues are the default for men. Mm. Like anger issues aren't the default for women. So I think there's a misunderstanding there. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying it's the default. I'm saying if you take a blank a blank canvas of a man and get, send him through a normal life, 
who undergoes a bit of stress and doesn't have the correct people around him to show him otherwise doesn't have um doesn't you know read books or or engage in like the outside world a majority of the time they're going to come out with some physical problems i think that is the default of men so i think if there are men that are still struggling with this to have some more empathy for them it's just maybe they haven't had the correct person or been shown the correct way as of yet not saying that they really need to but sometimes they kind of do need a helping hand like i think a lot of a lot of guys who are good now they they didn't just end up like just magically become good Mm. like they had people help them throughout the way and a lot of the guys a majority of the guys that are like good now they weren't good before Mm -hmm. you know yeah, there there are guys that are good their whole life, but I don't, but majority of men are not good their whole life. A majority of men like come from a place of like messing up and not understanding. Like me, there was a lot that I didn't understand. I used to mess up a lot. I did a lot of things that I ridicule people like me for doing now. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm better now because like you know I have firsthand experience of just how bad and dumb a lot of that is. You know, so obviously there. Also, you like, went to therapy. I'm not even talk. I'm not even talking about the group of men that are just toxic. I That's a different conversation. There are gr- different groups of men to say different things to. I think a lot of guys that have anger issues just need the correct form of guidance and somebody, whether it's like the primary one is therapy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not right. It's not good. But a lot of men just come out short-tempered when they're stressed out, when they're anxious, and they will get better. But everybody gets better at different times in their life. I was super short-tempered when I was in, like, middle school. And, like, a freshman in high school, I was really, really, really short-tempered. I used to... I, I used to punch my walls. I don't know if I God. told you. Like, I never... I never I never broke my wall because my walls are concrete. <laughs> but I used to punch my walls all the you time. You know, I used to punch my shower walls. Um, <laughs> the hell's that doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean... Yeah, a, a lot of guys are messed up, but a lot of guys are trying to get better, you know. I hope. It's important to have empathy because obviously there are a lot of struggles that men go through that a lot of women don't go through and vice versa. But also at the end of the day, it should not be up to the woman to like coddle a man and force him into therapy and like wait to wait for him to change and fix him because I feel like we wait ar- wait around too long for that to happen. So if, you know, if you're doing it for years and he's still not changing, then that's a sign for you to not be there with him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So, yeah. As you guys know, we end our episodes with 10 second advice. You want to get started, fella? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I was having a really bad day yesterday. It was just one of those days where, you know, everything was working against me. So, Mashun does this thing where, like, He'll stop doing everything that he's doing and he'll dedicate that whole time to just me and like solutions to like how he can make it better for me. So we were yeah. like he was falling asleep because he does this thing where he wakes up at like Sahari time and then he stays up all the way until nighttime. So he was falling asleep, mm-hmm. but he was still helping me with my solution on how I can, you know, fix the problem that I was ha- fi- that I was having. And he also does this thing where he has like a food love language. So, like, even though I'm fasting and, like, I wasn't hungry, he, like, insisted on getting me food. So, like, I wouldn't tell him what food I wanted because, obviously, I'm not asking him to buy me food because that's expensive. 
so he was like either you tell me what food you want or i'm buying it for you like regardless <laughs> yeah. of what you want so then eventually yeah. we kind of he was like hot or cold and that's like what craving are you having and i'm like <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you so then he lists out all the cold foods and then all the hot foods and then finally we got two dominoes and so he ordered yeah, me that little tip for you know you know what would be a good episode mm. um like a like tip for the boyfriends and tip for the girlfriends. wow yeah. that's a good one so tip for the boyfriends tip for the boyfriends the south asian boyfriends if your girlfriend is telling you she's not hungry she don't want food hey hey she's lying to hey you. i know she said she says she's not lying she says she's not hungry she is the biggest fattest liar wow. in the whole world during ramadan too it's wow. crazy i know it's really crazy she's lying to you okay she is starving <laughs> okay she wants a green tea boba she wants a, a large pizza with 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 spinach and mushrooms and chickens and jalapenos and she wants some stevie stevie cheesy stuffy bread and she wants some pecan pie wow wow get her all of i don't know what you think we're of made of but that's not true uh that's that's actually my advice no you can't um, you can't use that as your advice uh whether you're muslim or not uh do some zakat mm, you know, that's some, a good one uh, give back do some do do some charity work this month Give back to you the know community. especially the muslims but like also also not the muslims you know if you haven't had like a a reminder from somebody say like you know sometimes we'd be forgetting mm. that like charity is a thing mm-hmm. there's people without water there's people without food we'd be forgetting yeah. in america there's a lot of people without them so you had a reminder send a quick little five send a quick little ten yeah send you know maybe you one of your struggle maybe may- maybe one of your struggling friends you know the one of your friends that you know doesn't have too much money go like be like yo like let me buy you lunch one day like just, you know that that's like that. a good tip go because that that brings me to my tip that inspired me <laughs> you know i have something mm-hmm. on my link tree bio i have a link to this app where you wow. can sponsor kids in bangladesh with their education and currently yeah. i am sponsoring a little boy he's in fourth grade me too his name is me too. Ridwan. And he's a little boy in Bangladesh. Wow. And we're supporting him because, you know, a lot of these children, they have to drop out to become child laborers to support their family. And the education isn't a priority anymore. So I am supporting one child. I'm paying like 15 something dollars a month to support his month of education from now on. And also I shared it onto my, you know, platforms. And now we got 24 people being supported. You we know, did. we got their education I'm one of them. being sponsored and it's just an amazing thing. So if you want, you can check out my, my link in my link tree and all my platforms where you can support that. Or you can also look up your own country or you look up your own, you know, organization that you want to support. And it's really it goes a long way yeah. with the little money that you have. Do that. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope this part two you know really encapsulated the the society in general and the toxic men in general and i hope we got to a lot of the points that you guys made we hope that Mm -hmm. we were helpful with the conversation starters and with our experiences yeah we were let us know if you want something similar like this maybe with like what south asian men are good at (laughs) you know a little positive (laughs) twist because we know there are also a lot in the bunch it's not just toxic and negative men obviously because we don't want that to define our culture there's so many great ones anyway thank you so much for listening if you listen to this episode this far they should comment the sponge emoji since we talked about spongebob (laughs) thank you so much for listening we love you so much and allah hafiz